Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Two of You podcast. This is Naveed Baloran here alongside Sean Ramapal. Hey man. Very. Let me just straddle. We're in a new place. In a new indoors for the first time. Yeah. After here. years of coaxing. Because you're terrified of coming to my house. Houses, period. What? Houses. Period? Not yours in general. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got just you. houses. But houses, period. The word my was before the house. In my sense. Yeah, but... Shh. Stop. <laughs> what you been up to? Driving here. Trying to figure out your gate code. Took me a while. Wait, what? Oh. Gate code. <laughs> you texted me. You were like, hey, do I have to punch in the number or some dude gonna ask me for the number? What are you... <laughs> like, there's know. some dude in like a tuxedo. <laughs> like a super buff guy who's like armed. He's like, hey... What's the password? <laughs> I figured it was going to be like one of those you drive in and there's like a person in the booth and then you're like, who do you want to see? And then you're like, Sean. And like, what's the code? And then it's uh, the whatever the code you gave me was. <laughs> so that's that was like the the image I had in my head. Were you like scared of, of the guy? Here? Yeah. <laughs> God. Dude, what do you think of the last, how, how about your last episode? Dude, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. happy with the result. A lot of people we, said they liked it. We had things we need to improve on, but I think overall it was really good for no, our first perfect. episode. Let's just Fuck continue you. complimenting our our own stuff. Always. What else are you supposed to? I shaved today, and now I'm drinking water. And you it's, shaved? Yeah. What, my, did, what did my, you shave? My nanometer of beard hair. I had going, oh, that was close. My, like, my, my negligible beard. I shaved it. Why? I like to be clean-shaven. You're obviously going a different route. <laughs> it's a nuisance, though. You know, like just having a beard. A lot of people, like, they're like, oh, you're so lucky. You know, yeah. you're able to grow facial hair. But then it's just either you let it grow out and you, like, trim it and groom it. Right. Or yeah. you have to regularly, like, shave it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, one of my friends, he, like, barely grows anything. You know, similar to you, I'm guessing. But, like, yeah, he, he, he shaves every single morning. So he doesn't yeah. have, like, a, so he doesn't have, like, a single hair. He's like super obsessed with like his um, appearance like that. My brother um, was like me until like a year ago, and now he has like a a wool beard. You think if if you were able to like grow like that, would I grow? Would you? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh, we should like make like a thumbnail for this video, like you with the beard. Yeah, and just see how it is. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know if I'd like grow it out or have it like trimmed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Let's see. I was thinking about that because homecoming is coming up soon. Yeah. Right, yeah. So I don't know if I should like, you know, um, if I'm going to keep it, I'm definitely going to like tr- make Clean it, it yeah. Right. yeah. Or I don't know if I should just like let it go. Let it go like frozen. Should no, no. What do you think? I don't know. Clean shaven, you're not bad, but I like you with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know. I think it looks good right now. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, because like I go back and forth every day. Like, one day I look in the mirror, like, damn. Look at you. And then there's, one day I'm like, yeah. damn. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you should keep it. Mm-hmm. You should talk to your girlfriend, though, probably. That's probably she, a more important opinion than mine, but. Yeah, she she doesn't like it. She likes it. She doesn't not like it. She tells me. But she <laughs> likes it better clean shaven. Clean shaven. Yeah. So, nothing. Nothing. Okay. Yeah, and then she also likes like a little bit of like kind of there. So a stubble, a stubble. Oh, I think like a little more of the stubble. Okay. You know, but less than a full beard. So like. And then she likes a full beard. She just likes everything. 
No, well, like in descending order. Okay. Like as I grow my okay. hair, so she, she likes less. Me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so eventually, she does break up with you once you have like a beard all the way to your chest. That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should go to homecoming. Ah uh, no, I'm good. Why? I haven't been to a single dance in my two and a quarter. That's not a reason for not going. Yeah, but it's kind of it kind of is. It's kind of become a reason, just to keep up the record. Keep up the record. I don't know. My, you, of like, being a loser. Like, <laughs> wow. Loser. Or a winner. <laughs> it can be both. Winner. I barely know her. Uh, thank you. Two View Podcast comedy. Two View right Podcast. <laughs> improv cat. Improv. Improv. Dude. Yeah. You made the improv I made the improv You're the you. captain. I'm You're the, the captain. captain. So, nepotism. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're family? Yeah. No, like, me and the other co-captain, we, you know, set up a good system where... When we're at the improv tryouts, you know, I, I, I told you about this, right? Yeah. Where it's like, if he knows someone, he'll give it to me, the scorecard. Right. I, I so there's no yeah. bias. And he thought you were fucking hilarious. Which made my day. Yeah. And like, most, the reason people listen to this is because of you. That's true. So, I won't are, are you waves good? Yeah, I think okay. so. I think they're getting a little bit quiet on my end. I'll try to speak up. A little beat. A little bit. A little beat. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm extremely hyped. Like, that's my thing this year. That's your thing think, this year? I think. Yeah. I think last year was being the best person ever, and then now it's just improv. The best person ever in improv. Yeah, so I'm climbing the ladder. Yeah. Did I tell you I got an award last year? For what? improv? No, for what? Uh, best new award? Best rookie. Yeah. 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 I think so, you told me. Yeah. That's pretty happy. Maybe if you try hard enough, you can follow my footsteps. <laughs> See, but I got, like, best... The other way around, man. I got best rookie... But then someone else on the team who's also a rookie got MVP. So, so I, don't don't know know the, I don't know the hierarchy <laughs> of how that works. Maybe, like, maybe I'm best at being a rookie. But he's just better. Yeah. But or like, she. There's some criteria that a rookie fits into. Like, oh, I don't know. Ben Simmons makes it different. That's a basketball reference. We he's were going to do a basketball thing on here before. Remember that? Oh, yeah, with Riley? Yeah. We recorded one and then we never put it out. out. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't put a lot of stuff out that we were going to put out last year. Mostly on my end. Yeah, both of us. But I think we've improved in that regard. Yeah, and we were very, like, just, you know, thinly spread out. We tried to do everything. Yeah, right. You know? And now we're just, like, push it all together. Because yeah. we figured we were kind of scarce on other fronts. So why not just put it in a, in a situation where we can put that all together so it's actually a fun conversation throughout. Yeah, because, like, without Noodles, you know, that was, like, a, a singular conversation podcast. Yeah, you know, and then what like, do you mean, sing- like uh, one person? Yeah, solo. Yeah. You know, and then like politics with politics. Our thing was like a specific topic, but yeah. with this, we can just we can do all of those. Right. You know, we yeah. can talk about basketball for an hour. And then even well, you can, but I can't. I can like pretend I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, like usual. The so. LeBron Durant. That's him. He's a good. He's <laughs> he's a good. <laughs> he makes the baskets, <laughs> weaves them. It's good. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Especially with Thought Noodles, I felt like I was keeping my funny jokes for Thought Noodles. <laughs> and then I never put out any more Thought Noodles after the first one. So it was just kind of a waste of some really good jokes. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I didn't expect that to take off. Like, that's the fact that people enjoyed it screwed me up. Mm-hmm. Because I thought it would just be like another thing, you know? You're like slamming the water bottle on the oh. thing and people can hear it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Look at the fucking spike. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was just checking. I was just making sure. That was the water bottle, if you couldn't tell. So, yeah, now we're just putting it in one. 
mm-hmm. and we're doing a what a bi-weekly release we don't have a schedule we're not going to make a schedule but bi-weekly is the plan like once every two weeks yeah yeah okay. a bi-weekly posting i uh-huh. think gives us time with school work and stuff gives me time to make the thumbnails um I should stop touching the table because Sean's having a panic attack on his it's side. Not a panic attack. I'm yeah, just saying that you keep bumping the table. You're having a little bit of a breakdown, but that's just you. Yeah. There's a nice wind coming from. Should we close the door? No, okay. I like it. That's why I said it's a nice wind. You're sarcastic often. I'm never sarcastic. <laughs> I would never do that. Okay, <laughs> not once. Right, so more on the M&M front, you want to talk about that? Oh, cause, yeah. Um, last time we talked about how MGK released Rap Devil. Did we talk about that last time? Oh, no. I don't think it was okay. there last time. So Eminem on Not Alike, on Kamikaze. Yeah. Just MGK. Right. Because... MGK is Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Another rapper. Another rapper. Uh, not nearly as big as Eminem. He's taller than Eminem. He did mention that. He's 6'4". Uh, he's yeah. Um, <laughs> so he dissed him because in 2012, one of the reasons was in 2012, MGK said something about uh, Eminem's daughter. Yeah, and um, she was 16. Yeah, she was 16. It was like, hey, Eminem's daughter's hot as fuck. Yeah. No, no disrespect because M is the, king. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. And then, so Eminem dissed him, you know. Yeah. Um, like six years later, but yeah. But... Another, like, he said that's not the main reason that he dissed him. Right. It was because of the diss that MGK put out on Eminem before, uh, a few months ago. Okay, I didn't hear it. So, um, was Mem- it a track or was it just? It, a- was, a, it was a subliminal. Okay. On yeah, right, track, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was only a yeah, few which ago. we which he also referenced. Yeah. So th- that's the main reason. Mm-hmm. And then MGK comes out with a rap devil. Right. What do you think about that? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I thought it was. A clear cry for attention, but I think I thought like as a solo track, it was a pretty good track. Yeah. Um, and then what? Two days ago, yesterday, Eminem dropped "Kill Shot." Yeah. Which was a response, a response, to, response. to the diss track. Yeah. So. And I thought that "Kill Shot" was really good. I thought it was better than "Rap Devil," and I thought "Rap Devil" was pretty good. So. Yeah. Um, I, I think the "Rap Devil." The problem is like he was just lacking anything like new or creative yeah you know it was just hey you're old right right yeah that, yeah, that was my biggest gripe with it too like it had some pretty good disses there mm-hmm. but then the constant referencing his age and him being like i don't i like whenever someone does that in a disc just kind of loses direction in my opinion if yeah. you're just like hey you're bad because you're old and this, if it's like one line okay but then mm-hmm. it was like a constant repeated reference yeah i think like some of it was good though like regarding his age when it's like you're not getting Betty with time. Eminem put down the pen. Yeah, you know I thought that was good. And the real Slim Shady can't stand up. That was yeah, good. yeah, yeah. All the lose yourself. Yeah, things. And but then like with Eminem, there's a real change in that. Like with this new album and his this disc, you can tell he's like in the rap game now. You know, like before he was kind of like it, it, yeah, he was kind of like an omnipotent type. Yeah, with revival. Yeah, and before and Marshmallow's LP recovery, it feels like. He wasn't paying attention to anything. Yeah. And now he's like making references and stuff. Yeah, and it was like a, it was like a tier, and he's like on a different level. So yeah. he just doesn't mix himself up. Exactly. With which you can kind of criticize him for mixing himself up now for it's like petty or or whatever. And I think he talked about that on his interview with uh, Sway. Did you watch it? I watched bits of it, not mm-hmm. much of it. Like 
some of the first episode, kind of a little bit of the second one. Yeah, he did like a he like I think overall it was an hour long. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is really cool. I Four think. segments. Yeah, fifteen minutes. Because Eminem is not, never yeah. does that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But also, like Sway is on your payroll. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Shade Forty Five. Right, right, right. Uh, on Eminem's radio show, Sway is does all is, yeah works there. So that's why I think there's a little bit of a bias. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. still, it was still a good interview. Mm-hmm. I think Sway's good at that. Yeah. Have you seen his Kanye one? Oh yeah, I love that. The freestyle sucks, and Kanye is just yelling at Sway. You ain't got the answers, Sway. You ain't got the answers. Dude, as much hate as Kanye gets, he's such a character. I I think he's pretty cool. I like overall. Yeah, Yeah. I think his music's great too. I love his music. You like his new stuff? His newest album? Yeah. Was it Yay? There was like another thing he released too. Oh yeah, Yay. Yay was pretty good. He had like like one or two songs. He released that song with Lil Pump. Oh yeah, I love it. I didn't. Listen to that. Do you know the story behind the song? No. <laughs> I saw like the music video and had a ton of pain. So. <laughs> All right. So the song premiered <laughs> at the Pornhub Awards, okay. which is a thing. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. So that's where they premiered the song. Did right. You, did you see the video? Of the music video? Yeah. I saw like snippets of you it with the, the weird the suits. Fucking yeah. Roblox. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's where the song premiered with Lil Pump. Okay. Is that it? Was that the story? Yeah. It's a great story. No, it's just the fucking <laughs> like, for And Kanye, oh, better part. He was a co-creative director of the entire award show. Like, as what a whole. What does that even mean? Like, the whole, like, like setup and, like, everything. Like, he would like, help produce it. That guy's weird. He does everything. No, but his older stuff, I love his older stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you heard his older stuff? Yeah, of course. Huge fan. Uh-huh. Huge fan. His new stuff, I don't, I don't fuck with I like, uh, there were like one or two songs on EA which I liked, but I feel like, he, again, he's one of those big artists who has so much money, it's not important to him just keeping up his old style, he's yeah, just experimenting sure. and figuring whatever he wants to do. Yeah, uh, it's just like, cool. I don't, uh, maybe I just don't get it, you know? Because like, it, a lot of it's just fucking weird. Yeah, and it's like, like psychedelic a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, and I get that, like, I, I like when you artists kind of go outside of things that make sense. Yeah. But, it just... I remember when uh, Linkin Park, because it's, like, uh, it's like a rock band, you probably, you probably know, but um, I'm just saying. Uh, the, guy do, the guy died, right? Dude, that actually hit me so hard. Chester Chester, Chester, yeah. Linkin Park was a huge part of my uh, growing up and learning music and stuff. Um, they released like an album midway through their kind of reign. Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, I was about to call him like Baxter Channington. <laughs> nice job, yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry. So they released like a kind of an experimental album, which was so different from their normal style. Then yeah. they went back to it. So, you know, you never know. It could just be like, a, I'm kind of sick of doing the same thing. Let me mix it up and then I'll go back to his old stuff. Or he might just stop putting out music. Or he might put out more of the same style. So. And Kanye's always done like, even his old stuff at the time was like, you know, it's just weird. Yeah. You know, like... Uh, but I think it was consistently weird. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like... There was a... There was kind of, like, a thread connecting the weirdness from song to song. Like, he was new and unique, but he had Kanye. Like, Kanye was his style. I, I see what you mean. Yeah, but, but now, now it's kind of, like, weird. Well, I, think, I think new Kanye has a style, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's so a different style, though. Maybe there's, like... Yeah, so there's, like, two sub But you can't expect people to say the same. It's yeah. been, what, like, 20 years? Yeah. Like, Life of Pablo. Yeah. I liked one song. Yeah, I'm not a fan, really. I think I thought Famous was good. It was funny. Famous? Yeah. I uh, can't 
Record. That's the one where he's like, uh, me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I might not be famous. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Good, I think. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good song. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think I really like, we can see like in a lot of good artists like John Bellion. You know, I love like, shout out to John Bellion. You can direct, and this guy who's sitting across from me didn't like him John, I until John I Bellion. introduced him, I, I and okay. it took him like That's a fine. year. That's fine. A year. Let him. this be on record. Okay. Just, okay, I was the one. But really, it was me, John. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, I really like the uh, like how you can see how he uh, draws inspiration from Kanye, like uh, in the way that Kanye kind of did the whole thing where he uses his voice as an instrument. Yeah, and that's one of John Bellion's biggest things. And he he constantly references college dropout and for sure, yeah. yeah. And like Kanye didn't necessarily have like a good voice or a good singing voice. Yeah, but like he has that producing kind of Talent. genius. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like um, his ability to make his stuff so good, even though like you said, he doesn't have that voice, mm-hmm. is pretty crazy. Yeah, and every song, like you see artists who are repetitive from song to song. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm listening to song X, and I can't tell the song why I started, because it's just, like, the same thing. But mm-hmm. Kanye, I, f- I felt like song to song, he was just a different... It yeah. was a different thing, so uh-huh. which was super cool. Yeah. Like, and same with John Bellion. Mm-hmm. Even For if sure. you've heard his new album, uh, New, two years old. Oh, yeah, okay, uh, Yeah, he's supposed to drop in October, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called The Human Condition. Every song is different, and I love that so much. Mm-hmm. And people are like, you need to like blend the start and the end if you're listening to it on mm-hmm. an album, which I don't really know. I think but. it's like it's cool when they do that, but the song doesn't sound the same, you know. Like yeah, Eminem's older stuff used to do that, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. like like literally like three seconds would just be like in it, in it like in from the last track to the next track. Yeah, which is, but that's if you're. I feel like that worked better in the older stuff because you you bought the album, you know, and then you listen to the album. Oh, I got but you. now you're like, I'm gonna search this one song up. Yeah. So it's not necessarily the same field. Shit with like Spotify and like, because they can pick, pick a song and stuff? Yeah. What? I think Wiley's over there exploding with gases, man. Nice. Yeah, I think. <laughs> He's a good boy. There's another. We got the candles going. Yeah, Sean's dog, Wiley, in the corner. Cool dog, but uh, has know, some gastrointestinal I don't know, like, he's never, I don't know if he ate something. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but we yeah we have a candle going. Can we post a picture of him on the Instagram? Yeah, thank you. To medicate, I gave you permission, but we have to be with him. Yeah, on the podcast. He's <laughs> up here by the mic. That would be so nice. Yeah, just lick it, dude. Yeah. Try to eat it. <laughs> that would not be a good end to the two of you. That's just the end. Yeah, <laughs> Wiley ate one, <laughs> like on a gravestone. Oh, Wiley ate my gravestone back. Yeah, that was yeah. good, dude. The art you made thanks man I like appreciate i thought the uh thumbnail was really good and also the um we got a lot of compliments on the profile pic mm. yeah i decided we, we should switch it up uh johnny kind of uh inspired me to do so uh shout out to him but yeah i figured we'd go with like a new thing mm-hmm. kind of making every episode different in the way where we're kind of creating uh, artistic representation yeah, and if anyone wants to like hit us up and try to do a partnership with his art or something like that. Just For money. <laughs> we can talk about that. <laughs> we have no funds. <laughs> yeah, right. But, yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. Hit us up if you want to do that. Because I'm not good enough to continue to do it for as long as we are doing this. That was a sentence. So, yeah. You tried. Contact on Instagram or uh, in the comments. Yeah.
So we're at that uh, mid podcast lull, and uh, Sean's signaling. Will we take an intermission? No. No. I don't need an intermission. It's been. It's been twenty minutes. We don't need an intermission. Alright. We never intermission. Yeah, but it would be a good idea. Why? I don't know. This isn't like a two-hour podcast where we intermission halfway through. It'll be a two-hour podcast. Yeah, but we'll get there. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. (laughs) Oh, um, what do we want to talk about? Last night. Uh, I was doing my history homework, right? And okay. I, I went upstairs to talk to my mom and dad just before they went to sleep. Right. And then it turned out, it turned from like me saying goodnight five minutes to an hour and a half long political debate between me and my parents. Because I was talking about what I was doing in history. You know, uh, Boston Massacre, going right. over all that stuff. Yeah. And then we had a whole discussion about like government and laws. You know, they're pretty like conservative in that way. Like authoritarian like, kind of thing. Okay. Like laws are important. Okay. Which isn't wrong, I suppose, <laughs> but like uh, in terms of taxes and drugs, they think it's like important that the government gets into that. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, that's pretty epic. Do you talk uh, about your yeah. parents? Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. What's their kind of like leanings? Um, I think they're more, they're definitely, they're more liberal than I am. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very um, independent and picking topics like on one side i might be a conservative i might have a conservative viewpoint on another i might have a liberal nazi <laughs> yeah whereas <laughs> they kind of just align pretty much com- consistently on the left and okay. like uh you know pretty much most if not all things you know taxation um you know health care mm-hmm. etc yeah uh, where am i might, or gun rights and mm-hmm. things like that they're, they're liberal on gun rights yeah, yeah. liberal as in Less gun rights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not they're, they're, Yeah, not like liberal on it. Yeah. As in freedom. Yeah. But you American know. liberal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's fun always having those discussions. It's cool to um have that disagreement though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With your parents especially because I feel like um to a certain point my entire political opinion was their political opinion. Yeah. And then kind of seeing myself find my own way a little bit. You know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not just sure. I'm not finding my own way for the sake of it. I kind of found my own way through learning about stuff. Yeah, a lot of times when you taught someone like in, in, in high school, and like you you can just tell they're just yeah their parents, parents right yeah. yeah just replicated yeah. But like also it's annoying sometimes like me and my dad are disagreeing on like uh, the role of government whether they have the right to like tax you and stuff like yeah. that and then um. Like the uh, at one point the argument like boggled down to oh I need to grow up yeah you know I that like, same thing with me exactly yeah. the same thing with me it's like no you know I'm not gonna like conform to being stepped on just, just because, because I'm, I'm young older, yeah, yeah you know? right, young. how old was fucking George Washington and Ben Franklin when the revolution happened exactly you know yeah, yeah. Ben Franklin was fucking like seventy mm-hmm. like yeah yeah it's it's yeah like the naivety and. That's, they say it's like not feasible to have these type of things, but mm. I, I feel like that mentality is a defeatist. Yeah, and it just leads to like a vicious cycle of yeah. sucking. And like, like it's such an inconsistency too. Like, uh, my parents are not huge Trump supporters. You know, they don't hate the guy, but not Trump supporters. Uh, my parents hate the guy. I think my dad. Like, yeah, like they're they they, they voted Hillary. Okay. My parents. Did yeah. you? Did yours? They don't vote. They're uh, not citizens. So. Ah. And then, <laughs> um, would they have? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they voted Hillary. And, um, like, 
I asked him, like, okay, if you think things come with age, you know, Trump is, what, one of the oldest or the oldest president? No, uh, I think Hillary Second. was older. Who? I, oh, on the on the people have become president? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Or I think Reagan. Second. Reagan was older. Okay, so, Reagan. like, second oldest president. Yeah. Like, okay, so he's older, so that means he's he's more knowledgeable than you, Dad. Okay. You know, like, yeah. it doesn't work like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. And there are so many idiot adults. Yeah, sure. <laughs> most are. Yeah, right. Most kids, most people. This is, and it's like the same thing with um, respecting people because they're older than you. Yeah, I never get that. Like, well, like respect think, someone's authority because they're older. I, I think there's two different kinds of respect, and people conflate them. Okay. One, one respect is kind of like I'm treating like a human respect. You know, like, right? You know, you just ha- you're, basic, you're given that. Yeah, and then there's another respect that's earned. Right, exactly. And people conflate the two when it serves their purpose. Right. You know, people are like, when when it comes to a certain like minority group who says they want respect, they're talking about human respect. And right. someone's like, oh, respect is earned. Exactly. But then that same person will be the thing of authority and be like, oh, you have to respect me. Yeah, right. You know. So and like, the authority thing, like, so many teachers demand it, but they don't earn it. Do you get what I mean by that? Like, just from personal experience mm-hmm. throughout high school. Yeah. Um... I've had a lot of challenging discussions with teachers who I disagreed with. I'm not going to drop any names, mm-hmm. uh, but let's just say it's been a general win for me. I was going to um, do that, damn it. And then, um, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I, like, once they begin to lose the discussion or to lose the conversation or lose the debate, it becomes, you need to respect what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like, I don't understand why that needs exactly. to be a call yeah, i know what you mean it's not what it's about we're yeah. not we're, sure i respect you as a teacher and i'm not going to challenge you openly because that's clearly i can't undermine you in front of your students but yeah. if i disagree with your opinion and you're wrong it's not a matter of respect it's a matter of your opinion being incorrect in and my opinion at often least. the same kind of people try to teach you about being intellectually honest in debates yeah. and they try to teach you about good arguments and then yeah. they have terrible arguments themselves yeah, i know which is uh which is good, which is hilarious, which makes me laugh every single time. And then, like, it's it's very clear to people what's happening, you know. Like people in in, in the area, I find like when, what do you mean? like when an adult or someone whoever is playing that card, you know, yeah. the people who are listening, they they understand what's happening. What bugged me most though was I had like a consistent run in with the same teacher, yeah, in the freshman year, and I consistently disagreed, but. I was in an environment where I'm in a classroom, right? And students don't feel comfortable challenging her. Uh-huh. So it ended up being supporting her, not out of necessarily agreement, but just because she's a teacher. Do yeah. you get what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's like being on another team's home court or something where you're, no matter what happens, it's very difficult to win or yeah. win in the eyes of the public. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then... There are definitely people who came up to me after class and are like, I agreed with you, but uh-huh. I just didn't want to say it because, yeah. you know, I didn't know it was going to happen. Some teachers are good, though, in like terms of like class debates. Yeah, we had a uh, you know, very good one last year in that sense. Montgomery. Ah, yes. Humanities. I don't very know good. if I can name drop that. Can I? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's negative. Yeah. She's a great teacher. Great teacher. But uh, in eighth grade, particularly, I had a teacher who was like crazy about, I love when teachers like, are crazy about their subject. Yeah. You know? He's uh, passionate about it. Yeah. yeah. So in eighth grade, I had this history teacher, and but like, I I don't agree with all of her ideas. Yeah. You know? Which is fine. Yeah, of course. You, as there's long no as one that doesn't apply to. Yeah. And uh, the one time there was this, and we would talk about current events in the beginning of class if it was big enough, and there was 
this like shooting or something that happened. And it might have been a school shooting. Okay. And she played video games. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's so weird the scapegoats people use for shootings in oh, particular. Video games and swear words. Swear words. Just definitely. as a whole. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> that and, was what it was. And no one like said anything. Right. You know? Because everyone's scared of it. Yeah, yeah, but I but honestly, she was like a great teacher to, to have a dissenting opinion on. Right. So like, I raised my hand and would talk to her, and like she would, you know, we'd have a good back and forth. Right. And Which then, I love that. Yeah, like you said. And then there are yeah. teachers who just shut you down uh-huh. because and I was they're like, a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Miss Person, I like I use bad words. Yeah. You know, my am, am I gonna go shoot up a school? Right. And then you know, sh- like she took a show of hands. Like who agrees with Sean and not me? And most people raise their hand. Even though no one raised their hand earlier. Originally, yeah. right. Yeah, they, some people need that one person to uh-huh. break the whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. But one of the, a, a more annoying thing, which this particular, I'm going to go back to the same teacher who I had uh, arguments with in freshman year, mm-hmm. was she resorted to ad hominem, which is just insulting like, me as what? a person. What was she saying? Like, uh, she, like, she'd bring up a point that had very little to do with anything. And then she'd say... Uh, I think you need to go learn your history or something like that. And there was nothing about history. We weren't talking about history. Uh-huh. And she just said that to me. And I, I felt like it was a personal attack when we're having an intellectual conversation. And it was like, this isn't what we're talking about. We are talking about, I think, Trump at some point. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that um, the media disparages him. And, I, and I'm like, well, the, you know, sure, the left media does, but Fox did the same kind of thing to people like Obama. And uh, she she said something like, everyone does something about immigration. I didn't talk about immigration. And then she said, you need to learn your history, which received a big ooh from the crowd. And that was nothing I was talking about. There was nothing about history. That was just brought up out of the blue by her to just shut me up and quote unquote win the argument. Yeah. Which there was no victory in my opinion uh-huh. because she just attacked me personally when it wasn't a personal conversation. Mm-hmm. I can like hear her voice saying, you need to go learn your history. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is just, that annoys me so much. Like, uh-huh. leave the, we're not having a, maybe if it's, hey, I have a history degree, then this is the fact. Mm-hmm. Let me present it to you. Okay. But even not, if it, even if it's just like, hey, here's this historical example right. of exactly. what we're talking yeah. about. Then great. Yeah. You know, let's then talk go about for that. it. Yeah, you're right. But uh-huh. she didn't do that. And uh-huh. she just said constantly incorrect things. Yeah, it's just saying, hey, you're uneducated. Mm-hmm. And that's not an argument. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it, like it happened so many times throughout the year. She openly called me out at some point, mm-hmm. like at near the end, and she said, "There are some students in this class who are extremely disrespectful, so I'm not going to call on what? you." And she locked eyes with me the whole time. And oh, I, yeah, fuck. I'm like, that is the most bullshit thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that I've never been so just angry at it. Dude, I didn't know that. That's yeah. fucked up, man. That's why I'm not a fan of her. Mm-hmm. But you know. Yeah, people. Every a lot, so many people think they just they found the right answer. Yeah. To things, mm-hmm. you know, no, no one, not no one. A lot of people don't think that there's any more room for figuring stuff out. Which they is, think they yeah. know the answer. Yeah. Which is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's always more to more to you know even add to your own argument. Exactly. Or yeah. there are some detractors. You know, yeah. there's never. It, like in politics there's never a black and white and yeah. for example politics you know not necessarily always but there's yeah. never a black and white and we see that everywhere we see that like in places where like there's you know big bubbles of a specific political whether it's left or right you know yeah. in the south or in silicon valley yeah you know these people 
think that they have like all the answers. I, I was listening to Peter Thiel talk about this okay. on Ruben, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. you know that because they, they think they have all the answers, they don't give any room for other people to talk. Yeah, you know because they find it a waste of time. Exactly, just like people in the South. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not uh, Bible Belt Christian, then it's you're like, but. I think that's something that generally challengers, quote-unquote, or someone who wants to introduce a new idea, I think that's something you do need to do, though. Establish a common ground with the person you're speaking to mm-hmm. so they listen to you. Like, it's it's definitely not a good thing that you need to agree to be in order to disagree, which yeah. is kind of weird, uh-huh. you know, if you get what I'm saying. Like, you need to agree on a basic level so people respect you enough to listen to what you disagree on. Whereas if... Oftentimes, if I disagree with someone else, right away they're going to shut and stop listening mm-hmm. and just close their ears and not listen to me just because I disagreed on this thing first. And I see I th- what you mean. I think even though it shouldn't be, it's become the responsibility of the challenger to be able to say, hey, I agree with you on this, but let me tell you why I disagree on this. So, okay, so like a fundamental principle that's related to the issue yeah. kind of thing? Like kind of like it's like opening someone up. Right, because people yeah. are very closed uh-huh. inherently. But uh-huh. then, if you say, "Hey, I agree with you on point A," mm-hmm. and then they're like, "That's great. We have a little bit of a discussion about it." But let's look at point B and see why that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Whereas if you come right in and you're like, "Point B is stupid," like then people close up. And your then, stupid yeah. ad hominem comes in. Part of that is like they assign the worst possible character to someone who disagrees with point B. Yeah. So you need to like let you know let yeah. them know that you're not the worst image in their mind. Like exactly thing that comes to my mind. Is that whole discussion with the baker, the Christian baker, yeah. with the gay couple? Mm-hmm. Like, if someone is just like, "Oh, he shouldn't have to serve a, like gay people," yeah. you know, then someone who's who thinks it, they should might think, "Oh, this person's homophobic." Yeah, but you could you know start that out with, "Hey, completely gay people have you know absolute rights, you know yeah. everything like that." You know, start over that. Yeah, yeah. and then that. create that common ground. And be like, but let's look at this person's individual rights as yeah. well uh-huh. to be able to des- deny absolutely someone. Mm-hmm. Um, business if he feels like it yeah <laughs> which yeah mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> yeah what, what do you think about that whole thing the baker thing yeah yeah i yeah 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 um i feel like it's the same situation with it's difficult to say okay. you know it's, it's like a, it's definitely another one of those gray areas but um you know Refusing someone purely on the basis of their sexual orientation, um, for me, is amoral, right? But of course. In, does he have the right to do it? Mm-hmm. I think so, because um, it's individual liberty, mm-hmm. right? And it's his private business, and yeah. he can choose who he serves to and who he doesn't serve yeah. to. Just in case it wasn't clear, there's a case. Okay, um, yeah, explain. That this, there's other details about their motives and stuff, but yeah. essentially, the principle... There's two. There's a gay couple, and they wanted a wedding cake, and they went to a Christian bakery and asked the Christian bakery to bake them the wedding cake. And the Christian bakery, because of their religion, refused. Wasn't it explicitly Christian bakery, or was it like? Do you know what I mean? I think it. it, They went to multiple bakeries, and they were looking for one that would say no. Okay. Yeah. That's where it kind of. But like. We can debate the specifics yeah. of the case, but the principle. And didn't he end up winning? I think he won, and then he got a lawsuit against the state as well. It was no, in Colorado, no, right? No, no. The, the, it was very recently, the Baker. Yeah. The Baker one, yeah. Yeah, that's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, yeah, 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 the Baker one. The Baker yeah. one. And then he eventually sued the state Maybe. as well. No. And I think he's in the middle of a lawsuit with them, which is right, because 
as much as we might not like their his decision, mm-hmm. you can't be like force someone to do something. I can't hold a gun to your head and say you need to make this person a cake. Right? Exactly. So like, it's the same situation with, and then it it's like it's a slippery slope with the government being able to meddle when they don't like it. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's also like other aspects to it, like because he has to bake this cake specifically for the wedding, yeah. right? Maybe put the groom on, grooms on there. Yeah. So like if it was like a grocery where it's like you don't have to make it. Does that change the question? Does that change the answer? Uh, or just like something that's already made, you know? I think it, I don't think it does. No, I don't think it changes. I, I think for some people it does. For some people, like, because yeah. that that it, then it's specifically could, being made for this person. Whereas argue, this is already there. Exactly. Yeah. You could argue like the art thing, like uh, where you're baking a cake. Okay, in making way, a, specifically like an art thing. Okay, you know, and that doesn't apply under the civil rights. Like a, okay. Like um, an example I heard was: Would you force a Jewish painter to? Painting Paint a neo-Nazi mural, okay. you know? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's where the art comes in. But oh. then, like, if it's, like, the things I hear is, like, what if there's just one grocery store in town and this dude doesn't like black people? Yeah. You know, can he not serve them? Uh, sell the groceries to them? Hmm. What do you think? Yeah. That's about The art thing is a valid argument, I think. Where you're making, you're making someone... I don't know. That's tough. See, yeah. So does it change with art? Yeah. Yeah, right. Art. <laughs> yeah, that's difficult. I, I, I would... Personally, I would still hold position. That yeah, but then this person is being deprived of basic human rights. Is it, What's the human right? Yeah, that's true. You know? But yeah. I don't think you... A right isn't you're entitled to things. A right is you're entitled to not have these things trampled on. So you don't have a right to someone else's stuff. Their services. You know? Yeah, that's true. Like if you're in a, like a rural community yeah. and like a farmer or something. Uh-huh. That's right. That's, 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 yeah. And then that opens like a, a difficult scenario for the black person, right? Because yeah, then what do they do? Uh-huh. They can't necessarily outsource, right? Yeah, especially if they're like poor and they exactly. can't move. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think it's just one of those like shitty situations that if you... If you do intervene, it's a lot more immoral. Or it, well, it, it's if the government steps in and yeah. says you need to serve him. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, like I wouldn't want to force a black man to serve a clans member. Okay. You know. Yeah. So the, the I know like obviously that's a different, it's a different yeah but but color creed sexual orientation creed that's a creed yeah you know. Yeah. See, there's so many like. It's like a butterfly effect. Uh-huh. When you do one thing, like so many other things, it's like a domino goes down. And I feel like to be consistent on this on this particular issue, you almost have to be like all or nothing. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. So I, I I would to err on the side of morality. And, okay, for sure, I would say government don't do step anything. in. Yeah, because yeah. you know, yeah, I, I always like to say there's a list of things I find good, a list of things I find bad, a list of things I find the government should get involved in to stop. And I think it's interesting because. On the left, you see people, um, like there was a guy with a MAGA hat who went into a place and they said they wouldn't serve him, uh-huh. right? Yeah. But then they're okay, they're yeah. okay with that. Mm-hmm. But then if you, if a gay, if a, if a Christian baker doesn't want to serve um, a gay uh-huh. couple, then they have an issue with that. I think, I think their argument then is, is because you choose, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. So you can't choose to be, not to be gay yeah. or black, but you can choose not to so, wear that hat. Right. Which I think is Done. ridiculous. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. That kind of falls into Creed as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is difficult, man. So many facets to every single thing. And that's why it's hard for people to take a side. Mm-hmm. Like, I, w- I wish people would just serve everyone. Like, yeah, I, I, 100%. You know, yeah. I would hope. But I, so I find this in, in my things of things I find bad, but not in things I think the government should get involved in. For a lot of people, that's the same list. Yeah. You know? Right. But not everyone has the same moral barometer as you. So, yeah, so you can't have the. That's why these rights are important. Mm-hmm. That's why the only solution is to put the rights in the individual. Right. So, I, yeah, I would love if every single person would be able to, you know, get a cake from that guy. But it's not up for me to make him make the cake. I want cake now. Yeah, really. That's <laughs> what I was thinking the whole time we're having. I wonder if his cakes are, like, really damn good. Like, were they just amazing? It would be hilarious if it was just, Jesus like, a shitty like... cake. Like, it's just a terrible cake. He, they just wanted to make a point. Mm-hmm. What if, like, he made the cake, like, intentionally bad? Yeah. Like, if he was forced to make the cake, he just made it, like, really shitty. That's the option. That's the yeah. option B. There's fucking sand in there. <laughs> I don't know why I thought sand. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking of something different, but yeah. What are you thinking? No, I don't need to go into it. Uh, is your dog okay? He's been lying there for like 20 minutes. Sleepy boy. Is he breathing? That's what I'm checking for. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's breathing. <laughs> good boy. <laughs> Who's a good boy who can breathe? <laughs> oh, man. What are we at? We're at 41 minutes. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. Should we take an intermission? No. My legs oh, need, need a stretch. All right. Stretched. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, you sure? Yeah. Okay. No, we don't. We don't. If you want to take intermission, we can't. No, we do. Okay. <sighs> Man, Just yawn. I want cake. Yeah. Like, but I hate, I haven't had cake in so long. Because I'm on the what, keto. I'm on the keto. Yeah. You you still hate on me for the keto. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, man. What do you mean it doesn't make sense? Okay, listen to me. <sighs> keto, the basis of it is you're taking you're depriving your body of carbs and other things that give you energy, so it's carbs. just burning fat. Right to use energy, yes. It energy so it burns. So you're burnt. You're losing weight as and because you're using your fat as your energy yeah. instead of carbs. Uh-huh. That's not sustainable Why? if you ever leave the keto diet. Of because course, but then you, you but then you alter your new diet to make sure you have no carbs. Then you're doing keto again. No, no, not to make no carbs. You make a gradual shift back to carbs, and right? then your body you, stops you, burning fat and the no, fat comes back. No, but you account for calorie deficits. That's the biggest point, though. Wait, wait. If you want to lose weight, there's one way. That's, calorie, yeah, I yeah, know, but calorie deficit. So if you just keep up a calorie deficit, you're not going to gain the weight back. Fat comes back though. There's what, a what does that there's mean? a standard level of fat that's that your just, body has, that's not... and it returns. No, that's how it is. So why does that not work with muscle? Um, the standard level of muscle. Yeah, why does not have a standard level of muscle? Well, why does it have a standard level of fat? What's what's that coming from? Because your body needs fat. Yeah, but it didn't have a standard level. How do people? How does anyone lose fat ever? Yeah, but usually that's not how it works. They lose weight. They don't necessarily lose fat. And if you're losing fat, you're losing excess fat. Yeah. You're not losing your base level of fat. Of course. Whereas oh, okay, you're burning yeah. into your base level of fat. Not, no, not the base level. I no, I'm doing this because I have the, the excess level of fat. Once I, I'm, I'm like an overweight. But if you ever returned to your original diet, right? Yeah. Then you're going to go back under. And keto's not going to work. Not necessarily. Because yeah. I'm not going to go back to like my our junk food diet. You know, so I had a junk food diet for a long time, the first 15 years of my life, and then a lot of excess fat right. accumulates, yeah. and then I go to a, a leaner diet, you know, okay. in which fat isn't being burned so much, but weight is, you okay. know, but I still have that excess fat, and that's what's being lost in the keto right now. So once I'm off of keto, I'm going to go back to that fit diet, but not the junk food one. 
If, okay, if you go back to a carefully monitored diet. Of course, yeah. To, okay, yeah, it's feasible. But if you ever, like, slip up for, like, three weeks or something. <laughs> yeah, if you go through, like, a depression or a depressed period or something, then okay. it's Okay, yeah, that could work with anything, though. Yeah, I know, but still, I don't think keto is logical. It's because... as logical as any other diet. All right, can I Google something real quick? Can you? You, you continue. All your, right, well, okay. Your, I'm going to talk to you. Your preaching of the keto. I'm, okay, no, I'm not saying people should do it. You know, I'm just saying it's, it's worked for me. You know, uh, I started keto summer. I was a little before summer. I was like 205 pounds and now I'm 187. Yeah. I don't deny that keto will work. But like a lot of prominent people use it and they've been using it for years. Joe Rogan uses it. Yeah. You know, but, he's like a super but fit he dude. Is c- consistently on keto. Isn't he? Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. If you're on keto forever, sure. It's Dope. not going to be an issue. Cool but do you want to be on keto forever? Because okay. I've, I've been out with you, and you hate yourself when you can't eat something that's tasty but because <laughs> of keto. You know what I mean? Like, what if you slip up, and you're like, hey, let me go out and eat this. Then you got that one cheat day, and then you just, you're back at it next week. Yeah, but cheat days don't make sense to me either, because cheat days is just you It sets you back, cheating. of course, yeah. But it's not going to gain back 30 pounds. See, my philosophy is every day is a cheat day. Nice. Yeah. Weren't you just texting me you said you want to eat healthier? Yeah, but then I ate eggs and eggs. like chicken today, and it was not fulfilling. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't feel good about it. <laughs> but I felt better about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. When I was eating it, I'm like, this sucks. And then afterwards, I'm like, that's not... That's everything, that's man. Every, every like, positive thing someone wants to get to... You have yeah. to go through the negative. Same with like working out and stuff. Working out. You don't want to get up and yeah. do it, but then afterwards you're making yourself. But then there are some people who are like, enjoy the actual process of working I out. think you kind of have to. Like, a bit. Like, you ha- you have to kind of like it. Yeah, there's a be a degree to it. Yeah. Like, I think people, especially for people who do weights, you know, because I haven't been doing, I've been doing more body weight stuff. Yeah. And people who do weights, there's like a clear progress happening. Because sure. every time you're like, I'm going to add five pounds, right? Yeah. I'm going to add like a pound. Mm-hmm. And you see that increase, and that's kind of like an addiction. It's like an instant payoff. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. It's kind of like the, kind of like a drug, but like where it's. Yeah, I've always no. thought of it like a video game. You get instant gratification. Yeah, it's like, R, like RPG yeah. kind of but thing. But that's versus like, um, I, I think an example why a lot of people, for example, this is a little bit off left field, but. Yeah. Um, people who can't study well, you know, mm-hmm. the reason is there is not that instant gratification. You don't get, you don't study and then instantly you get a grade. Mm-hmm. There needs to be like two weeks of studying without any gratification. And then eventually when you get to the test and you pass it, that's the gratification. Yeah, and that makes sense because like that's why people cram. Yeah. You know, that is because even, it's yeah. the, but that the cram that doesn't necessarily come up with the same results as of course, someone who's yeah. studying uh-huh. uh, consistently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why a lot of people like, uh, Are you really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this dude. <laughs> a lot of people. What the fuck is he saying? <laughs> We're talking about studying. Yeah, I know. A lot of people do something. <laughs> Don't know what they do. Oh yeah, a lot of people like. It kind of related. Like they can only study when like the like when it's like the the pressure's on. You know, the, the late night. Yeah. Like when it's like two a.m. I'm the same way. Yeah, and it's like okay. I, it was 2 p.m. 12 hours ago and I felt no motivation but now I'm like this is the best work I've ever done voice crack this is the best work I've ever done you know yeah is that bad it's that bad dude <laughs> got the candle going 
We should bring it here. Can we bring the candle here? Yeah. Brief intermission while Sean grabs the candle to try to kill the smell of his uh, yeah. dog. It's pretty good. It's like, what is that, like cherry? <laughs> oh yeah, that's me smelling the candle. I don't know if I was allowed to burn that candle. I just found it in here, and I was like, "Hey, let's make a nice ambiance for my boy Navid." It's like an heirloom. It's like a family candle that yeah. you just burnt. Okay, that's enough. Navid. It doesn't. It doesn't. What is this? It smells like kind of like a cherry. We should do like a 4D thing where it says a uh, sweet escape. That really opens things up. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, so uh, I want to say, like, with that whole workout thing, yeah. you know, people, you got to go through the negative to get to the positive. Mm-hmm. It's similar to, like, people, that's the biggest mis- mistake people make in relationships, is that, okay. like, you, they don't understand to get to this, like, happy fairy tale thing. Yeah, you, you have to go work. through all that shitty stuff that happens in the middle, you know? So, what, what do you mean? Like, different relationships or the same relationship? The same relationship. Okay. Yeah. Like, people who cut off too quickly. Yeah? Like, when an argument happens, they drop out? No, they okay. ignore the argument. Like, if if there's a problem they, that they need to talk about, then they don't talk about it. And they pretend they're Because happy. they're just trying to get to the happy parts. Right. You know? But you need to but you need to go through those. Silence your phone, man. You've been on your phone this whole time. I'm just trying to Google something, then I realized I didn't have connection, so I've just been looking at it for like five seconds. This whole time is very, very generous, by the way, because it was like a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. No, like, I actually watched... Um, have you heard of Daniel Sloss? That sounds fake. No. No, he's a stand-up comedian who just put out a special on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, uh, I'm not like a huge fan of just the Netflix-endorsed comedians because I feel like they're all pretty bland. But he was really good. Because what he did was, his comedy wasn't... Have you heard of Hannah Gatsby? Mm-mm. There was this... She did this thing where she did a quote-unquote stand-up comedy where it was... It's been, it's been like taken over. Yeah. Like all over media. Uh, for like the last three months or something and i didn't find it funny because her whole thing wasn't supposed to be funny and it was like there was it was like a speech a motivational speech mixed with like a bit of comedy okay and i'm like that's not a stand-up comedy yeah versus this guy who came in and his thing was it was super funny but then he had like bits and pieces of like serious things and he talked about him being like perpetually single because People feel obligated. This is not exactly what you're talking about, but I think it's similar. Mm-hmm. People feel obligated to be in a relationship because that's kind of what we're told to do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. And I've been in that position as well. Like, you're, you're being constantly reminded and told that, hey, he's in a relationship. Oh, this guy's in a relationship. Fuck that guy. I don't care. But um, You're going to fuck that guy? I'd be down. <laughs> that guy is a, a good guy. But, um, yeah, it kind of just... It puts you in a position where you end up in a relationship you don't want to be in. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like you end up being in a relationship for the sake of the relationship mm-hmm. and the fairy de- fairy tale idea of a relationship. So you end up being with someone who you don't want to be with, but you're with them because that's what you're supposed to do. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you think that's uh, that's, a, that's a common I think thing? That's super valid. Do you think it's a like what thing? is it? Like fifty five percent of marriages are divorced in yeah. the U.S. But I wouldn't call that so much like, well, yeah. I, guess. I think it is. I think it's all about that. I think it's like people rushing into things because you're, you're told that he used the example of a jigsaw puzzle where, 
you know, your whole thing, his, his, like, it was like, my dad told me that, you know, we all have our jigsaw puzzles, and then one day, there's one extra piece that's missing, and that's love, and that's our, and that's a big piece that we need to put in, and he took that as, people aren't complete until they find love, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, he was talking about how, um, that messed him up so much, because he felt like, he wasn't complete as a person mm-hmm. because he did never found that and he still hasn't he said but and and he said that everyone is their own puzzle so how can one person be your own only one piece to you yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it was like talking about how um i don't know it was a great thing i really i really enjoyed it they're two specialists you check it out but um he was talking about how people just out of desperation out of fear they just start jamming a jigsaw piece that doesn't fit into that spot mm-hmm. and they're just trying to press it in yeah. just because they're told they have to and I thought that was like a, a powerful metaphor for sure like yeah I don't know I just that, that hit me hard like it uh, really communicated what's his name? Daniel Sloss is he like or David Sloss something Sloss S-L-O-S-S you change your life don't even fucking know his name yeah no but he was so good man I loved it he's like I think he's like Scottish or something he was great and then yeah, it was so good. Yeah, like a heavy, like a heavy accent. Yeah, big time. Man, that was uh, that was really good. That was like the first time a stand-up got me thinking about something. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, well, not not really, but like <laughs> thinking about something seriously. Do you get what I mean? Because usually I go into stand-up and I'm looking for the comedy. Yeah. And I loved his comedy. I think it was good. Uh-huh. I, I don't think it was amazing, but when he got to the serious stuff, he did it in such a good way. Like. It wasn't a preachy at all. It was just him talking about himself mm-hmm. and the positions he's went through. I don't know. You should check it out. It's pretty good. There's just one guy. Um, he he does some political stuff, which I don't like. But you know Hassan Minaj. I think so. was he the he's like the Indian guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He, the White House correspondent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. He he was really similar in that where it's like his Netflix special like really hit me with the whole. Like, like a serious message, you know. It was very. What was this uh, about? I didn't watch it. It, it was a uh, his like growing up, uh, in like a racial context. Okay. You know. Yeah. Uh, him being Indian, being discriminated against that way. Yeah. You know, and then you know once he got to the success, people who had treated him poorly before, now were you know treating him like great. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and the whole thing about you know not stooping to someone else's level like when he got the chance uh it was something about his dad like with his dad and when he was famous he like uh you know called out people who had been bad to him and his dad was like ashamed of him because he was like you know don't degrade them like they degraded you okay you know yeah don't 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 be like they were to you. I'm. Mm. It's been a few yeah. Years two wrongs don't make a yeah, right. Exactly. Type of, you know, yeah. and it's it's very these are very simple things. You know, yeah. don't, don't date a wrong. Don't force yourself into a relationship. Don't do it. But the way like these comedians can eloquate what they're yeah. saying in a way that like brings you in with their comedy is I think like very unique thing that they can. And do. and again, I'm saying this is like a huge talent because I'm talking about that Hanny, Hannah Gatsby person yeah. uh-huh. where it was so heavy handed. Uh-huh. Like I I couldn't. It didn't talk to me at all because she came in. Mm-hmm. With a very clear agenda to mm-hmm. make people feel bad about themselves. What was she talking about? I don't, I, I don't know. It was like a, she was she's an LGBT like okay. uh, speaker. I think she's lesbian herself, 
and she's like a stand like an advocate for it and stuff and she came in and she's talking about hardships through that and like the whole cis white male thing which just went down the path um but i didn't find it funny like she didn't come out and like you're a comedian your job is to first make us laugh yeah and it's kind of like the thing we we're talking about earlier about opening someone up first uh-huh. and then talking to them yeah where she just came in and she just hit us with a club first like, and then she's like oh let me talk to you now and she had like a weird australian accent um, which didn't, that, that has nothing to do with her not no, communicating no, with no. me. No, I completely understand. <laughs> yeah. No, but, um, yeah, she, so she, I, th- I think it was maybe New Zealand. I don't know. But, um, yeah, well, honestly, but you need to open someone up first, right? Like his comedy was so good and it was the, completely my comedy too. Cause it was dark humor, but it, well done dark humor. Yeah. It's the same when they do that in music, when they have like a, a good message like that in music. The main reason of their song isn't to, to make that yell message, at you. right? You know, yeah. it's to make good music. And then they uh-huh. take that yeah. position and that that opening yeah. to use that as a platform. And it's the best when people like the community you, des- you describe don't just tell you the message; they tell you in their life how this thing like affected them. Mm-hmm. You know, with the with his dad telling him about the piece. Yeah. You know, if he just told us, you know, hey, don't get into, don't rush your relationship, and that was it. Like it wouldn't it wouldn't yeah. hit nearly as hard, mm-hmm. you know. And and the way he did it was it was like a it was like a sixty minute special uh-huh. and like five to ten minutes were dedicated to this, and throughout it he had interlaced jokes. Yeah, he, had, he was saying like, "This is the serious part of the show. No one wants to listen to this, and no one cares about this." And that had people even more engaged because like, "Yeah, we do. We we this we're enjoying this." Mm-hmm. And I feel like in that sense, comedy has the ability. It doesn't always, but it has the ability to transcend just jokes for sure. Like. And you know, comedy has been like a huge thing for me for a long time. Just yeah. like, it's it's done a lot for me in a lot of ways. Just experiencing stand-up comedians who have been influential. But this guy just did it in such an amazing way. And he had two different specials. And the first one, the serious, he had like one serious topic per. And the first one, I think the serious topic was death, because he had like a sister or something who had cerebral palsy or something, and she died at an early age. And that 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 was the serious part of her. Of his, um, of his, of that first special, and that was really effective too. So I, I think he was just really good at what he was doing. But that second one really talked to me. For sure, you yeah, should check it out. It's always when those people in mediums can make you feel that emotion is when they've kind of succeeded as an artist. I feel. And um, I don't know if I talked about this last time, but you know that one song I showed you about Childish Gambino, that power. Oh fuck! It's that like song, old. Yeah. It's like a. It's like an older thing. It's fuck from Camp, song. I think, 2011, yeah. Yeah. 2010. Yeah, camp. Um. And his whole album is him, like, bragging, mm-hmm. which is... And then all of a sudden, in this one song... It's not musically great, in my opinion. I don't love the music. Yeah. But I think the message is good. And then at the end, he has, like, this five-minute story about, like, betrayal and mm-hmm. as a kid um, with this girl, which I think is just about betrayal, but then kind of using this as a backdrop to relay that message. Yeah. And that just kind of... That was another example of the same thing. But with that, I feel like it would have been better if it was like maybe like through like musically he did it instead of a speech at the end, maybe like in the same way yeah. that the comedian uses comedy to interlace. To, yeah, yeah, but then he kind of straight off that. Path. Yeah. But the way he told the story, it was <coughs> bless you. It was just me personally, just really really connected. Like that's there. I always skip songs no matter what. Like even if there are great songs and I love them, I sometimes I'm not in the mood for the song. I'm gonna skip it. Of course, I never skip that song. I don't know. It's just really for yeah. me. It's the opposite. Like I can listen to that album, and then like that song is the one I need to be in the mood for. 
Really? Particularly. I don't know. Just no matter what mood I'm in, that song like puts me in the place. puts puts me in a good place. A good place. Like, like a weirdly like serene place. Like that puts I, me in a place it puts me on like, like I'm on that bus. Like I was. I don't know. How's that a good thing? I don't know, man. It's just it just for some reason when I listen to it, it like makes me super introspective. Uh-huh. And like gets me thinking about stuff, and that eventually gets me to sometimes a very negative place, but usually a positive place. Yeah. I don't know. It's like just a general idea, so you guys get what we're talking about. It's about him on a bus with coming back from summer camp. He's with this girl. He tells her his feelings uh, that he likes her, and then it turns out she told. And this was like something that was very important to him, and he she ended up telling. Like the popular clip. Yeah. That she that, that he, he didn't, didn't like. She was yeah. With. Yeah. So, yeah. That. He thought she was someone else. Yeah. And then uh, that that click starts laughing at him. And yeah. he realizes betrayal. And he uh-huh. realizes how people can turn around and yeah. be a different person or get two-faced. Dude, that song, like, I've, I think I've listened to it twice. I've listened to it so many times. And it's just fucking, like, I, I can't, like, I, I only listen to it because you told me to, right? But, like, I can't. Wait, you only listen to it because I told you to? Or you don't listen to it? I only it? listen to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't imagine a mood in which I would like they hear like that consciously click on that of my own accord really yeah because like i don't want to be in for that <laughs> I don't I know, man. it's just such a i remember when i first i first got the camp album on my ipod illegally four years ago Shout fbi <laughs> no but seriously I, I got it on my phone illegally i mean on my ipod illegally four years ago i was on a road trip from pennsylvania here i was moving here um and I remember just passing out in the back seat and with my earbuds in. And I wasn't listening to that song. And then when I woke up, that song was on. And I always skipped that song because I didn't like it musically. But it just so happened that when it started playing, it was playing that part. And I don't know. I, like, I was in a very bummed out place. And it kind of felt good to just relate to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I feel that. Yeah. Like, the, the, that's why I was kind of hesitant to say there's no mood. Yeah. Like the mood where like I kind of I, I have that similar feeling. Yeah. And then I have to... Like, listen, listen to that. Yeah. You know. But even when I'm in a good mood, for some reason, it just works for me. Mm-hmm. And it might not necessarily end up with me remaining in a good mood, but I'm always thankful for it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you're Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That was just kind of me. Mm-hmm. Being a Just, like, bit. different ways to cope. Like, not cope. You know, that's a strong word, but, like, to, I don't know, deal with, you know, different types of emotions and mm-hmm. to get there. Like, with me, like, whenever I'm, like, angry or, like, whenever I'm sad, yeah. you know. I always find it best to convert it to anger. Okay. To just get angry. Yeah, yeah. You know, whether it's listening to like Eminem shout at me, or <laughs> you know, just like thinking of things that make me angry, and then I can actually put that towards productivity. Because I can't be productive when I'm sad, but I can't. I am very productive when I'm angry. Right. Yeah. You know? So like whether it's you know writing lyrics or like you know working out, you know, or doing homework or yeah. something like Angers. doing homework. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anger yeah. is the thing that's like yeah, fuck everyone else. I'm gonna do my shit. Yeah, you know, and I think anger is a good fuel source, but I don't like going to it. No. Yeah, like usually if I'm mad about something, I repress it and then I let it explode six months later. No, I uh, actually kind of do. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not a very. Yeah, I get what you're saying though. I get what you're saying. The only thing is, the anger is one of the only like main emotions where it has the worst effects on other people. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that's why that's a dangerous. Practice. trade-off right yeah yeah so it's, it, it's best when you're alone yeah dealing with emotions like lock yourself in your room or something yeah and just, just let it happen on the wall <laughs> <laughs> add sean right <Ryan> hey. <laughs> <laughs>
Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. That was a good conversation. I enjoyed that. Um, is Gambino coming out with anything soon? I heard he did his last performance ever. What? In Madison Square Garden. Why? And I thought he was releasing an album. So I'm confused. Uh, is he going to like go back to like acting? Just solo He acting? said he's going to go back to Donald Glover. So I don't know if that means... Oh. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means he's going to stop making music altogether and he's just Donald Glover. Or he's going to make music as Donald Glover. That's what I would think. If he said those words. I don't know if he said those words exactly. Okay. But like he said he's retiring Childish Gambino. Yeah. Because he said he made Childish Gambino to give a certain message and he thinks he said the message. Mm-hmm. There's not, nothing else to say. I think that's along the lines of what he was saying. Yeah. Um, if his message was fuck bitches, then yes, he's done well in that mm-hmm. regard. But... Yeah, it's similar like with Logic. Um, how on his last album, he said his next one's going to be the last one. Right. You know, and then he's coming out with, with another one. That's not the last one yet. But that's coming out under his other name, Young Sinatra. Okay, you so know? it's like a different yeah. persona. Then, like a Slim Shady. Yeah, character. so that's how they get around doing these huge announcements. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm done. So it gets people hyped. It kind yeah. of, yeah, it gets people. It's a little bit shady, I think. But shady? Yeah, I got it. I don't think, um, I don't know if he'd do more music, though. Childish. Yeah? I don't know. You need to go back to like comedy? No. no. I can't see him as a comedian anymore. Uh, Weirdo was funny. Yeah, Weirdo was hilarious, yeah. but that was five years ago. Oh. Six years ago. Yeah. Like, and it sucks because I like old Childish a lot more than I like this Childish. But you also can't expect him not to grow. You like him when he was Childish. Yeah. Did now he... he's man, manly. Manly again. Manish. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, I think, because back then he was all like funny and lighthearted, but he also was able to say a message. Now I think he's become too serious. I feel like he's a little bit disconnected, but that's just me, and I'm sure a lot of people disagree with me on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think any artist their their first stuff will always be a lot more raw. Yeah, and I I don't know. I love even when like we're talking about John Bellion, his older stuff is probably my favorite. It's not musically as good, definitely, but uh-huh. there's a lot more emotion infused, and it's less produced even though even when this produced his, uh, his produced stuff i can listen to it for hours yeah, upon yeah. hours but that old stuff really works for me yeah with uh with, with belly and i like the equilibrium of like i don't like his first stuff um okay. it's like first two things what was what's the first thing called scatter thoughts yeah i don't like that i don't like have you listened to it a few of the songs i didn't vibe too much with it and then like um translations through speakers yeah you don't yeah. like that no hmm. um and i I like the his next separation and definition better than human condition. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I think there's like the equilibrium of raw to super polished. I think it's interesting where um, Belly and I, I, I have like a... Every emotion has a different album for me. Different like, album? Like, yeah, if I'm feeling a certain way, I'm going to listen to a certain song. Yeah. But Scatter Thoughts, I love that. I don't know why, but just the rawness of him not being big yet. Yeah, it's just like him throwing something out, you know what I mean? And then even with translations through speakers, I like that not as much, but it's still pretty good. And then the rest are great too. Yeah. But scattered thoughts is like the one I find myself going back to most often, mm-hmm. which kind of gives us a little bit of contrast in that. Yeah. Way. With 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 the separation, I feel like a bunch of, like it, it's a lot of emotion from him. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. In definition less so, but I really like the sounds on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like as he gets more produced, it's less emotional. But that's just like it's a caveat. You know what I mean? Because you can't be yeah. as personal. If you're 
I, that's not true. I, I don't. But that's just me. Yeah, like, I don't know. if I hear something that's heavily produced and it's, it's like very like maybe meticulously maybe done. Maybe more it doesn't generic speak is the right word. You got more generic as time went on. Like, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think there's condition. a single person who sounds like him. Well, you know like, I mean? the, the message, like human condition versus separation. You know, human conditions. I feel like maybe the messages are a lot more broad. Eighties films, things like that. Yeah, but then there's like songs like I Robot, which are very That's emotional true. songs. Yeah. But I don't vibe with it. You know what yeah, I mean? I know what you mean. Like, I don't know what it is, but that's just me personally. As things get more produced, I find it harder to kind of just relate to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think. And it even I like it way more musically. I think it's way more musically talented, and yeah. his voice is way better. But his first stuff is like he's like sitting in a room with me, and we're talking, and we're having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Whereas that is like it's an album, and I'm listening to an artist. Well, yeah, and I think that comes with, you know, every album he has a bigger fan base. Yeah, that's He's true. trying to appeal to more fan base. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. And you can't blame him for it. And yeah. I love his stuff. I'm never going to stop liking it unless he goes a completely different direction. But, I, I don't know. Yes. Raise a glass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, he said he's releasing it next month? He hasn't confirmed anything. Oh. He's very been very been very ambiguous. On Twitter like 2 days ago he said it's dropping and then he deleted the tweet. So, I don't know what what, he, what to take, but there was another guy and there's someone like posting a conspiracy theory about how it's supposed to come out in October cuz something about right October and then he liked that tweet. So then is he saying that so, it's October? Yeah. I don't know. So, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed that it comes out sooner rather than later. But I'd rather it come out later and be great than now and just be mediocre. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's very few things I've listened to John Bellion. I'm like, oh, he didn't try on this. Yeah, yeah. He's such he's so passionate about his stuff. Yeah, if, like the videos, dude. Yeah, they make me. Those make me. That's also another thing where it's definitely like, it's it puts me in a good mood. Yeah, that, that's a huge motivator for me too. Yeah, yeah. I've, the so just to give you a little bit of context, he has videos of him like behind the scenes making his music, mm-hmm. and it's just it's great. Like yeah. the amount of emotion he puts into his music is crazy. Yeah, like I, I would love to see those for other artists too. Like uh, like with Kanye or something. Okay, I, I yeah. I see how he makes that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, very similar, I, I feel. They're, they're mine. They're, produ- they're yeah. producing minds. And and I think that added, that gave a little bit more of the humanity I'm talking about, the raw feel, to um, the human condition. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, behind the scenes of what he was thinking. And it's, like, him just, like, vibing in that, like, really torn-up tank thought. Yeah. And then, like, him just, like thinking of it in his head and then just bringing it to life is crazy. Do you think any degree of it is kind of staged? Hmm? Do you think any degree of it is kind of staged? Because hmm. I, like, I feel like if I was creating, you know, I wouldn't be able to necessarily come up with it first, like in a room with cameras and stuff, you know? Yeah, but he's a very expressive person. Yeah. It could be partially staged. I don't yeah. know. But like, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it feels like he does it, and then he's like, okay, record, this is what I'm thinking. Like, he comes up with it, and then yeah. he's like, okay, put on the cameras. This is my thought process right now, how I thought of what I thought of. I yeah. don't know. That's just how in ter- I think of it. In terms of, like, music and production, he's probably my favorite artist. Yeah, he's yeah. my favorite artist right now, period. In terms of, like, like lyricism, I wouldn't... Yeah, arguably. I feel like he does have good lyrics. Of course. And not. he's a great rapper, too. Yeah. Is, but, uh, his but flow like, is good. Not, like... As in depth as some other lyricists, you know. Yeah, you know? but you know, you like, can't. Me- meaning wise, of course, but like even in um, what was it, New York Soul, Part uh-huh. Two. Yeah. Like 
that last verse is really good. Oh, for Let sure. me give the kids just it's a little great. help. Yeah. Tell them money is not the key to wealth. Because mm-hmm. if it could stop the pain, how the fuck do you explain a bunch of billionaires that kill themselves? Which billionaires. Is million. I think it's billionaires. It's billionaires. It's billionaires. It's millions. Billionaires. I'll bet you right now. I have Spotify right now. We can. I'll bet you right now. We can. Yeah. Can we play it though? No, we can't. Not over the okay. podcast, but yeah. we can play afterwards. Yeah. I'll bet you. How much? Ten bucks. Sure. I have it on my. I don't have we'll, it on. We'll do after. Yeah. Right we'll, now. we'll post the results on Insta. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so wrap this up, or? Yeah. You want to? I don't know. We have anything left to add? Well, we can keep going for a while, but. No, yeah, I, I could don't. keep going too, but. Yeah. Got it. I don't want to do it too long that uh, people start losing interest. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Man, uh, this was great. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. This was... We're still finding a group and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, I think this is the best one we've ever done. Ever? Ever. You think? Yeah. Damn. I felt that good. Ever yet. Ever yet. That's not how words work. <laughs> man. All right. <laughs> yeah, that was a blast. Awesome, man. Um, that's it. Two View Podcast. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. That was a high five. He did not spank me. Yes. <laughs> Never yet. <laughs> Never yet. <laughs> Alright, yeah. Alright guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a See good you one. next time. Bye. See ya. Love you. Have a great time. Don't cut this out in the beat. <laughs> Bye.